0: Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> Please be seated. Does, uh, does anyone know Thomas's full name? Doubting Thomas. Isn't that his full name? Well, regardless of any of that, I think we can safely say that imagination, if you will, imagination was not one of Thomas's strong suits. He, he didn't have a lot of imagination. Uh, Thomas was one of those people that called a spade a spade. He didn't believe in fairy tales. If anything else came up that he didn't believe or couldn't understand, Thomas, Thomas didn't beat around the bush. He knew exactly where he stood and his questions could indeed be pretty direct. There was the last time when he and the others had supper with Jesus, for instance. At the last supper, Jesus was talking about his death, his own death, and he said, he said to his disciples, I will be leaving you soon, and, but it won't be forever. And he would get things ready for them, as soon as he got where he was going. And and when their time finally came, they, they would all be together again. And then he said, they knew the way that he was going. And no one breathed a word around that table at that moment. I think you could have heard a pin drop, total silence. But Thomas, couldn't hold back. Maybe maybe he was speaking questioning for the rest of them he said well when you get right down to it he said Lord I don't have any idea where you're going and I don't know how to get there either. And You remember what Jesus said? I am the way. That's what Jesus told them and although Thomas let it go at that you can't help but feel that he kind of thought that answer was unsatisfactory. You can almost see Thomas thinking, Jesus isn't a way, he, he's a man. And you know, it's just too bad that, that he often, too often speaks in, in these riddles. I wish, I wish he would be more clear, more direct. Well, a few days later, Jesus predicted that these things would happen and indeed they did. Jesus was dead. Just as he said he would be and that much Thomas was totally sure of. He was there. He had been at Golgotha. He saw it all himself. There was no doubt in Thomas' mind that Jesus was dead. But then... Then the thing that no one had ever been quite able to believe would happen, happened. Thomas wasn't there with the rest of them that evening. They were crowded together in a room. The doors were locked. The shades were drawn. They were scared sick that they would be the ones to get it next when suddenly Jesus is right there in their midst. And as you just heard, he, he breathed on them, breathed the Holy Spirit into them. He gave them a few instructions, and he was gone. Nobody says where Thomas was at that moment, but when he finally returned, they told Thomas. The other disciples told Thomas everything that had happened. Well, his reaction was pretty much what you would expect. You know, unless he saw for himself, unless he saw the nail marks, unless he actually touched them, I'm not gonna believe. Eight days later, Jesus came back. Thomas was there this time, and old Thomas got his wish. Jesus walks up to Thomas and lets him see him, hear him, touch him. Not even Thomas, not even doubting Thomas could hold out against evidence like that. Thomas had no questions left, probably not enough energy left either to ask even if he had had a couple. All he could say was, all he could say at that moment was my Lord and my God. Under the circumstances, Jesus seemed to consider that, that response, fine enough. But then, then Jesus asked a question of his own. Have you believed because you've seen me? And then he added, addressing himself to all the generations that have come since, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. Put your finger here and see my hands. Can we do that? No. But can this this very real, this, this story that speaks to our hearts, can it, can it make us feel perhaps as if we could? Yes. If we, if we open ourselves up to it, if we really listen to it, if, if we believe because believing, believing is all the Holy Spirit needs to bring this story to life within us. Or maybe there's a better way to say that. Believing is all the Holy Spirit needs to bring us to life. This story is alive with or without us. With or without Thomas. But Jesus wants us just so much like he wanted Thomas. He wants every one of us to be a part of this story, this this life-giving story, to to, to be sad on Palm Sunday, to wash each other's feet, to serve one another on Maundy Thursday. To fast on Good Friday, to take those hours at the cross seriously, to laugh out loud on Easter, and those, in a thousand other ways to be part, to be a part of Jesus' risen life on this earth, so that, so that this brave, fragile testimony goes on. Being heard never stops being heard. How much this world needs for it to be heard. We have seen the Lord in the flesh, no, in the story, possibly in our in our life together as a community of faith? Absolutely. Amen.